we're going to move on and talk about manure transfers now. So <clears throat> anytime, excuse me, anytime manure is moved between farms, um, which happens quite often, there's that potential that the responsibility for its management may move with it. So it really depends on whether that manure is leaving the control of the CAFO operator or if the CAFO operator is maintaining control over that manure. And so we're gonna just talk about some different scenarios and, and try to get a better understanding of what is a, a manure transfer from a regulatory standpoint. So when we get to defining a manure transfer, the key question that we need to ask is, who maintains control of the manure? So we'll look through some examples and then we'll run through some um, questions or polling questions for you to answer. And in those, we have basically three players. We have the CAFO operator. So this is uh, the owner, operator, manager, whatever of the permitted um, CAFO that is producing the manure. We have a custom hauler who may or may not be involved in the process. And then a crop farmer who we are saying is not associated with the CAFO. So it's, it's cropland that is not owned by the operator of the animal feeding operation. So considering these, these um, three different players or, or individuals, um, we've got four different scenarios here. So in the first one, um, the CAFO operator is going to be is, is the owner of the land where manure will be applied. So it's, it's land that that operator owns, may or may not be um, geographically included in that CAFO um, location, but, it's, um, but it is owned by the CAFO operator. Um, in this case, that individual has the CAFO, uh, has the land um, included in their nutrient management plan for the CAFO. So it doesn't really matter who's applying the manure, it's not a transfer. And that's probably the simplest um, situation where it's not a transfer. You own the manure, you own the land where it's going, not a transfer. Um, in the next situation, we have a crop farmer who is receiving the manure on their land. Um, and that crop farmer actually is included in the CAFO's nutrient management plan. So there's some sort of existing spread agreement um, in place where the farmer says you can access these fields, um, you know, their regular access to them every year for a manure application. So the CAFO operator already has those in the nutrient management plan. Um, so that's again, not a transfer. In the third scenario, we have a crop farmer who is receiving the manure on their land. They are not part of the CAFO's nutrient management plan, but maybe, um, just this year, or for some reason, um, you know, they're 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 getting some manure from the farmer this year, whereas they haven't in the past. And in this scenario, we're assuming that the CAFO operator is either applying that manure or hiring a custom hauler to apply the manure. So again, it's not a transfer. That manure is leaving the CAFO; it's leaving their property but the CAFO operator still has control of how that manure is land applied. They're either applying it or they're having a custom hauler um, pick it up, take it and apply it <clears throat> based on um, the analysis that the, that the CAFO operator has provided and the application rate that um, they've agreed upon with the farmer. 
So the last situation then, we still have a crop farmer who is uh, separate from the CAFO. That crop farm is, or that land is not included in the nutrient management plan for the CAFO. And the person applying manure is either the crop farmer or a custom hauler that is hired by the crop farmer. So in this case, the crop farmer may be, um, uh, the manure may be hauled by the CAFO operator or the uh, custom hauler and stockpiled on the side of the field for the farmer. And then when the farmer's ready to put that on the field, um, either the farmer land applies it or the farmer hires someone else to land apply it. In either case, it's no longer in the control of the CAFO operator. They have taken the manure from the CAFO, they have moved it to a site that is not owned by the CAFO or included in the nutrient management plan of the CAFO, and they're not making the decisions about how this land applied. So that is the, the only case um, here that is truly a transfer of manure. So what is required when manure is transferred? Um, if it's a true transfer, then the CAFO operator will need to uh, keep in their records that in, and they'll need to turn, uh, share this information in their annual report to NDEE, um, the amount of manure that was transferred, the date or dates that it was transferred, the name and addresses of any recipients of manure. And then they also have to uh, provide an analysis of that ma uh, manure to the person who is receiving it. So the CAFO operator needs to have an analysis on the manure. If it's taken to a farmer who is then going to apply it, that farmer needs to receive uh, the actual manure analysis so they know uh, they can calculate their application rate based on that doesn't necessarily mean they will calculate their application rate based on that, but you've done your due diligence in giving them an analysis to go by. Um, if it's a custom hauler who's coming and picking it up from you and taking it to a farm, then the custom hauler is the person you would you'd give that analysis to. And then it's their responsibility um, you know, to pass it along or to discuss it with the farmer if they're going to do the application. So, um, so only in the case of a, a legitimate transfer are these records required and the um, um, transfer of that um, manure analysis to the recipient. So we're going to go through just probably two or three of these scenarios and um, kind of test your, your knowledge. So this first situation, um, we have a crop farmer who obtains feedlot manure from a nearby CAFO and that manure is hauled by the CAFO operator and stockpile on the edge of the farmer's field. And then the farmer applies it to one of his fields himself. So is this a transfer? And I would remind you, keep in mind who has control of that land application of the manure, not necessarily the movement from the CAFO to the farm, but who is controlling how it is land applied. actually so this is a transfer um going to a crop farm that's not part of the CAFO crop the CAFO operator takes it gives it to them hands them the analysis records the information for their own records and then the farmer is on their own to use it so the farmer is is in control of it and it it is a legitimate transfer 
Okay, in this case, we have a CAFO operator who loads manure, hauls it and spreads it on the field of a farmer who is not currently part of the CAFO's nutrient management plan. So think about who has control and is this a transfer or not? Okay, so um, who let's start with who has control of this manure. Um, the CAFO operator is loading it, hauling it, and spreading it. So in this case, the CAFO operator has control of the manure. The farmer may um, be the one who says, I want it applied this way, but the CAFO operator is responsible for applying it in a way that is um, in line with best management practices. So really the CAFO operator has control. Um, so it's not a transfer. Um, in this case, really what the CAFO operator would need to do is, is amend their nutrient management plan, at least for that year, or have permission from NDEE to apply manure to a field that's not in their nutrient management plan. And we've seen that happen when we have a, an extremely wet year or other conditions where there's more manure to pump them than, than we can get done, or we have to uh, we, we can't take it to a field because um, that field's not accessible, so we need to find other land. So that's allowable, um, but it would need to be um, included in the record keeping and, and in the permit so that it's um, uh, recorded and, and reported to NDED. Okay, a CAFO operator pays a custom hauler to load and haul feedlot manure from that CAFO to a farmer's field and it is stockpiled on the side of the farmer's field for them to spread whenever they're ready. So um, who has control of it? And then is it a transfer? So we'll, we'll talk about this in a few different, um, from a few different perspectives. First of all, it is a transfer because um, it's, it's not, once the manure is to the farmer's field, that farmer's making the decision on how it is spread. But I see where some confusion could come in um, because the CAFO operator has hired a custom hauler to load and haul that manure. So from point A to B where that manure is being hauled, it's, it's under the control of, you know, essentially the CAFO operator and the hauler. So they're, they're liable for how it's handled in that transport. And the CAFO, CAFO operator should probably um, try to influence where the farmer places that manure stockpile. If they say, you know, we want it right here in the CAFO or the, the custom hauler says, you know, that's, you really are too close to a water body or you're, you know, you got a good chance there's going to be runoff, whatever. It's kind of the CAFO operator and the hauler. It's in their best interest to at least advise the farmer maybe on where it's best to stockpile that manure. Ultimately, it's the, the farmer's um, decision and they're the person that's liable for where that, uh, for how that stockpile is managed until it's land applied. But, um, as far as who has control of the manure when it's land applied, it is the crop farmer. 
they're just getting it stockpiled there and um, they're going to make the decision on how to apply it. So the farmer, the CAFO operator is going to record how much, when, and to whom manure was transferred. And they're going to give a, a manure analysis to that farmer. And then the expectation is the farmer will make the decision on how that manure is, is land applied. Kind of the summary of manure transfers is, is first of all, defining whether or not a transfer is taking place or not really lies in who has control of the manure during the land application of it. And I should have put that here on the slide, but who maintains control of the manure during land application? If it's the CAFO operator or someone hired by the CAFO operator, then the CAFO operator is the person responsible for the um, proper management, following best management practices, following a nutrient management plan and uh, making sure that manure is applied appropriately. So that's not a transfer, even if it leaves their CAFO to a farm that is down the road and not actually included in their nutrient management plan. As long as the CAFO operator still has a hand in that application process, um, they're still the person who's um, liable for, for handling it properly. Um, if it in fact leaves the possession of the CAFO operator, either with a custom hauler who the farmer has hired um, to land apply or by the CAFO operator transporting the manure and stockpiling for the farmer. Once that transaction of manure is done and the farmer is the person in charge of, of how it's applied, then it's officially a transfer of manure. And so in that case, um, as a CAFO operator, you're gonna record um, how much manure, when it was transferred, who it went to, and then uh, you're gonna give a, a nutrient analysis of that manure to the farmer who's receiving it. Um, we had some discussion, I guess, last week about who's really liable for uh, where manure stockpiled, how it's applied once it's transferred to the farmer. And if it's, you know, if it's transferred in a, in a true legitimate transfer, you really don't have much say in how it's land applied, right? It is in, your best interest obviously to maybe talk to that farmer about applying based on agronomic needs of the crop, um, but you're not liable for what that farmer does um, after that transfer takes place. Um, if you are involved in stockpiling it or someone you hire is involved in, in putting that stockpile on a farmer's um, field, um, there's always the chance that if there's a runoff event, a discharge of contaminants from that stockpile, that the blame or the liability could come back to, it's, it's going to come back to the farmer who, who has it for one, but there may be some shared liability with the person who stockpiled it there. Maybe there's an expectation that they shouldn't have um, placed it somewhere they knew uh, there was a potential for a discharge. So, so that's why I say if you are transferring manure to a farmer who's going to apply it uh, on the field, um, after the transaction has taken place, it never hurts to kind of cover your bases by, by maybe recommending a, the best place to put that stockpile um, if, or if they're not looking, um, if where they're wanting it put is maybe not the best um, option. Um, when in doubt, I would recommend you contact NDE before you complete a transfer, just make sure that it's a legitimate transfer um, from their perspective. Uh, I know a lot of producers are hesitant to reach out to NDEE with a question um, for whatever reason, because they're a regulatory agency, but you know, that group is, is there to help you. 
and they would much rather give you some advice up front that avoids um, an issue, a potential issue down the road. So um, don't hesitate to reach out to them um, if you're in a situation where you're not really sure if it's a transfer or not.